Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to Chicago, where the fires serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the two Chicago sports fan cave, this is the TCSF podcast with E Rock and Big Z. Hey, I'm talking over here. Oh boy, oh boy. Goes to New York for a week and he comes back talking like this. All right, episode 99 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and then use the promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts now. Right now, as always, I am Big Z, and I hear my boy E Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you are a first timer or a long timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash True Chicago Sports fans go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month ladies and gentlemen do you like the show i do are you a fan i am then tell five of your friends and they will tell five of their friends and we can all be friends look it's episode 99 mm-hmm. 99 all the way fine right hey man <laughs> i'm so excited about 99 man well yeah it was that graduation year of course you're excited about 99 yeah, yeah. And all these stupid freshmen. Never mind. Look, look. <laughs> look if you are a fan, fan of the show, hey, tell the, the freshmen, the sophomore, the juniors, and the seniors, tell them all. Come and check out the show. If you enjoy the content, we want you to bring in people that you know will also enjoy the content. So this is where this is the place to be. Z, what's up, brother? How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, uh, it's beautiful outside. It's beautiful outside. So after we're recording, I am definitely going to take a little walk. Um, but this week, school is out for summer, baby. It's, oh, wow. oh, yeah. Two and a half months off, and uh, I'm going to enjoy every second of it. I'm going to try to do, do something every day, because if not, I'm going to sit in the bed and Netflix and Hulu and Apple TV. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll wake up and I'm like, man, it's already 7 p.m. and I haven't done anything. So I need to uh, be proactive and catch up on home chores, uh, clean this place out. You know, you, you have a dog. It doesn't matter how many times you clean. There's always going to be dog hair just flying around. So you got to get rid of that. Um, take care of my health and hobbies, man. Uh, see if I can get out there on the pad on the uh, 606 and the uh, and the lakefront pad and, and just, you know, get some miles in and get some exercise in. That'll definitely uh, let me relax. Cause, you know, I don't know if you're, you're a bike rider, but for me, when I go on the bike and I just go and I don't have a destination, I'm just going on the path. I don't really have to think. My mind just goes to a happy zone. You get those yeah. endorphins going, and it, it's really good for your body to disconnect from like social media and your your issues, your problems, whatever it may be. But be able to just go and not think, it's really good for you. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all have our ways of releasing uh, tension, energy, you know, that, that nervous energy that we get o- over time. I mean, whether it's at work, whether it's your home life, you know, whatever you're, you're going on with your personal relationships, you know, hell, sometimes your favorite sports team giving you anxiety, you know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. A little bit of exercise, a little bit of, uh, you know, getting out there, getting the blood flowing, and uh, and that's always good for, for your body, your health, your mind, all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And especially, have you seen the prices of fuel? Yeah, man, I, I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan, dude. I, and and, and, and I, I don't have a very long drive to work, but it's it's enough where it starts to pile up, plus softball, plus any other chores yeah. that we have to do, any other running around. I mean, I got, you know, I'm a family of four, so, you know, I have a lot of uh, travel that I have to do. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it's starting to hurt a little bit. Oh, dude, it's like, oh, I think it's like 100 bucks right now to fill my tank up. And um, I'm on Echale, which is, you know, E for Spanish. <laughs> Echale. Echale gasolina. Uh, <laughs> that's what it's on right now. Um, and I'm, I was like, I-, I can get through the work week without putting some. And I was like, literally, it was Tuesday. It was at 5.06. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I'll put some tomorrow. I got to have a tank. I'll put some tomorrow. Um, the next day, it was 5.63. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What? 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 Yep. 506 to 563 you, you jumped almost 60 cents in one day that is that is i mean bend you over no lube there you go <laughs> i i couldn't believe it i, I mean I, look when i left to go to new york it was 497 and i came back and we got the ride and uh and my wife's cousin's like yeah it's like four uh, 560 i said bullshit I, it was, <laughs> I ain't been there and gone that long what the fuck <laughs> what year is it <laughs> yeah right like what happened we like I, I know we went back in time when coming back from the Eastern Time Zone, but what the hell just happened to me? Yeah, it's it's nuts, man. For real. Like I I know if you I know you remember because you have a memory on the elephant, but like I remember when it was a big deal when when gasoline was was at three dollars when they broke the yeah. two barrel to two dollar mark to three dollars. Yeah. It was such a big thing that they suspended the gas tax and um, yeah. they were doing all yes. the things to help all these people out. It's at six dollars almost. Yeah. So speaking funny enough that you mentioned that gas tech is that uh, is that while I was in New York, I put on the news because I'm an old man and I put on the news wherever I go. And uh, they did suspend the, the uh, gas tax in, in New York State for the rest of the year. Oh, nice. And the, the funny thing was that the uh, the head, the New Jersey governor, and I'm sure that by now everyone knows that if you are from New York or live in New York, you absolutely hate New Jersey because New Jersey sucks. <laughs> and uh, the New Jersey governor was on there because he is also local right. uh, to the to the area. And he says, nope, we're not going to do that. We're not suspending shit. You guys can kick rocks. So that was I thought that was pretty funny. That's that's messed up. So so what people are gonna do is gonna spend the what is it eight to ten dollars across the bridge and then go fill up on there and come back. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I, so I, I guess the reasoning behind it was that what it does is that tax uh, helps with their infrastructure, and what would happen is that their infrastructure budget would drop, and then they would have to make it up somewhere else. So that was the reasoning, but also fuck New Jersey. Oh uh, well, New, New York teams play New Jersey, so they should tax the shit out of them. Good for them. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and speaking of New York. How was your trip? Man, let me tell you, we, we, we usually when we get to this part of the show, we talk about what our week was like. So let me break that down for you real quick. Mm-hmm. Monday, we had Memorial Day. We were over at the crib barbecuing. We did last week's show. Uh, we had the, the barbecue, hanging out, kids in the pool, all that good shit. Tuesday, I went to work. 
And then Wednesday, I was gone. I went to New York. Uh, we went over and we stayed at a cool place called Boro, B-O-R-O Hotel over in Queens, basically. Long Island City, a small area right there. And uh, so we kind of just, we, we originally intended to go to the World Trade. We decided not to that night. And we just kind of wandered around the neighborhood and we ended up in Astoria and we had a nice uh, dinner at a Colombian restaurant. Uh, I think it's called the Basuero. Um, so okay. that was, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it, funny enough, we tried to go to a Colombian restaurant uh, last year for our anniversary here in Chicago, and it was hot garbage. I don't know if we just ordered the wrong thing or what, but this place was much better. And it was, like I said, it was just us kind of wandering around and seeing what we found. Uh, so, yeah, we, we did that the first night on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we kind of did uh, the... Uh, we went down to Brooklyn in the Dumbo area, which is which has a very famous um, framing of the the bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge over there. Uh, so you, we got a couple of photos from that area. I had a slice of New York pizza, and uh, it's it's good. It, it's good. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Um, but then from there, we kind of traveled over to see the World Trade Center Memorial, which is uh, um, it's not depressing. It is very humbling. Okay, yeah. you see the size of the area where everyone was um, and, and, you know, reading all the names. And funny enough, we actually found Pete Davidson's dad's name on there. My wife found it there. So that was that was pretty cool. Have you ever been to that uh, to that tribute there? So when I went to New York, um, everything was still being built. Uh, the, the spire was being built. Um, they were like about three quarters weight done with it. And they were still digging that area. So. Um, so it was a while ago. So it's it's even when it wasn't being built, it, it felt eerie in a um, in a way because it felt like a cold chill. Um, and obviously, you you want to be sentimental and, and respectful to everyone who passed away. Um, so you know, uh, there's the subway station right there. That's where we because we stayed in New Jersey. We took the the train, the pass, whatever it's called, and from Jersey to New York. And then you get off there, and you're like. Oh, okay, it's right here. Cool. So we walked around a little bit, and it, nothing was really. The only thing that was built was a museum at that point, and they had just unveiled it. So uh, we didn't. It was super packed, so we didn't want to go in there. But I had, I, I had a question for you. You said you took that picture by the bridge. Yeah, so we got uh, a couple of photos by the uh, the framed bridge that, like, literally, I guess every show in New York does. Uh, I I wasn't really familiar with it. Kim was the one that pointed it out, so we went over to that area. Okay, so. I did see that picture. It's a great picture. Shout out to your photographer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is that that bridge. Well, that obviously that scene, like you said, has been used a lot. But it was used in the Tom Cruise movie War of the Worlds. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's super famous. I mean, yeah. like um, th- there was a few things that happened uh, as I'm watching like more New York films and things like that, where I'm reckoning. I didn't. I never knew that there was even a thing, but. Um, the the framing of the buildings that sit right there, so it was actually pretty cool. Tons of tourists over there. I didn't, I, I really didn't consider how touristy New York would be. I guess um, ma- mainly because we, I don't go to touristy areas here in Chicago. So, you know, we we went to the tourist places for sure because after the World Train uh, World Trade Center. Uh, we actually wandered over to go see the Statue of Liberty, and then we hopped on the boat and went over there and actually saw it. You know, oh, so sure. uh, that was actually pretty cool. It was only like twenty five bucks. They you got to go through the whole um, TSA screening again. So, you know, it's a, they just make sure that you don't have anything that that's yeah. gonna 
anyone or anything. And then uh, you hop on the boat, and they, you can actually stop at the Statue of Liberty, get off there, and, and, and you know, kind of look around. And then they also have a stop at Ellis Island. So you have the option of checking out both, and they kind of give you a little background. So, I mean, the, the whole trip, uh, round trip, took about an hour because a lot of people getting on and off the boat. It's basically like a little fairy thing. So that was pretty cool. Then uh, for our anniversary dinner, we went over and had some sushi. I can't remember the name of the place right now. If I do, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Um, but yeah, so like it was just, uh, no, as a matter of fact, it was called Shi, S-H-I. It was for sushi, I guess. Um, so yeah, so that we went over there. We had some some really good sushi. Um, and then we went back to the, uh, the hotel, got changed, and we headed over uh, and saw some comedy, man. We got the, uh, the, the, um, the comedy cellar has like three little locations there. So we went to a place called the Fat Black Pussycat Club. Uh, you make that make of that as you will. Uh, the really cool thing was that, so basically the tickets that we got were for the late, late night show. And it was kind of like whoever wanted to pop in after their show. Uh, so uh, we got a couple of comedians. The one big name was Sam J. And if you don't know her, she is a... Uh, 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 African-American lesbian comedian who has her own Netflix special. She's out there. Uh, she came on stage for a little bit, and she was actually really good. It, it was just a, it was just nice. Um, um, the Comedy Cellar basically runs all these shows, and if you're not familiar with the way they have the kind of the, the Comedy Cellar window behind you, it is a very, very small room. So overall, I mean, it's only like 20 bucks plus drinks, so it wasn't bad at all, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and, and you really didn't know who was going to be up there, at, uh, you know, on any given night. Yeah, that's what's cool about the, the Comedy Cellar and all the clubs that they own and, and run is that you'll never know. Somebody can stop by and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a 15-minute set, and, you know, it's after hours, so they really don't give a fuck. You know, it's like you already get we already gave these guys their time, and you might get someone uh, like, you know, a Robin Williams just stop in. Hey, I'm, right. I'm in the era. I'm, I'm fucking bored. I'm going to do 15 minutes. Yeah, there was another guy. His name's uh, I think Ari Schaefer. He's getting ready to do a uh, a special and and uh, at the uh, the actual comedy cellar uh, around the corner. So he was up there for a few minutes, and it was funny because you could tell they were just working through some uh, some materials. So after that, we kind of let out. You know, we're talking about around midnight or so. So I walk out the door. We go around the corner, and I didn't realize that the, the original comedy cellar was literally around the corner. So we walk around the corner. I seen that. I took a picture of that. And I, I kind of look over and see a group of young men sitting at the table and i says hey i think i recognize that one guy and uh so we keep keep walking and i, I look at my wife and i go that was michael che and she's like really and she goes i'm so i'm surprised you're not you know uh going crazy right now <laughs> fangirl and we we kept walking down the street and i was like you know what we wanted to go get a slice of pizza and i says you know what let's go back the other way if I don't go at least say what's up to him, I, I says, I'm going to regret it, right? I'm going to be thinking about it all night, all weekend when I get home. So right when we're turning around, we start walking back. And I actually recognize another another guy from his table from his uh, his, his uh, HBO show, That Damn Michael Che. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know his name, so I didn't say anything to him. But I see Che sitting there, and the guy sitting right next to him happened to get up and walk away from the table. So I was like, here's my chance. Mm-hmm. So I go up there, and I'm like, hey. What's up, Che? I'm a big fan. Shook his hand. I says, would you mind if I get a photo real quick? He's like, no, come on, let's do this. Took a photo with me. Said, hey, I appreciate you. And walked off. I didn't do anything weird. And he's like, oh, my God, it's him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I didn't do none of that dumb shit. I've been around enough famous people in my life to know that they're just people. Yeah. And if you act fucking weird, they're going to be weirded out. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? I'm a huge fan. Appreciate you. Thanks for taking a photo. That's yeah. how that went. That's all you really need to do. 
I mean, you you, you got to you got to meet him. You got to shake his hand. That's, that's that's the interaction you want. And then you got the momentum. You got the picture. And he wasn't a dick about it. He's like, yeah, let's take this picture. It doesn't right. cost me anything to give you a picture, and I made your fucking day. That, that's yeah, what he was cool. Yeah, he was cool about it. Guess what? You move on. You know? it, it was yeah. It, like I said, I've met enough famous people to understand that there's regular people. So that was cool. We went around the corner. We had uh, uh, grabbed a couple slices of pizza. Went back to the hotel. Right. Next day. Now let me tell you from the first night we were there, it was raining. So, but we were up on like 11th floor of this this hotel where you can actually see the Brooklyn Bridge. You see downtown skyline or Manhattan skyline. You see all this right, and it's lightning. So I'm watching the whole shit like blow up, like Gotham on fire. Blah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? That was cool as shit. So we got all the different views because one night it was foggy. You couldn't see shit except the bridge. That one night with the lightning, and then as you're coming up like early morning, like five six in the morning, we saw this. Like it was it was just a really dope view of where we were. Next morning we get up. I tell Kim, I says, "What do you, what do you want to do today? We're, we're we're going to the Yankees game tonight. Where is? Did you get to do everything you wanted to do? She wanted to go to go see Carrie Bradshaw's house from Sex in the City. So we get on the train, right? We get on the train. We take the train, mm-hmm. and you know F train or whatever it was by the by the hotel. And the stop we get off on is literally right next to the comedy club. I'm like, yo, this is exactly where we were last night. <laughs> We didn't want to get back on the subway at like two in the morning because he was sketchy as hell over there. Yep. So we hopped on the Uber. We had no idea how like really close we actually were to that area. Otherwise, we might have been over there a little bit more. So we so we uh, we go over to Carrie Bradshaw's house. There's a restaurant that she had really wanted to try. We were going to try to go there for our anniversary dinner anyway. So we went up there and we had. Now this one I honestly don't remember. I don't remember the name of it, but really good like uh, Italian food. Um, we, we had a pizza there. It wasn't impressive, but the, the pasta was really, really good. Uh, drinks were really, really good. So, you know, we were feeling good at like 2 in the afternoon. Haul ass back to uh, haul ass back to the hotel. On the way, I walked through Washington Square Park, which is right next to NYU. I'm going to get to that a little bit later. We're gonna, I, I really want to tell you all about that. Okay, okay. So we get back, go to the hotel, change. I put on my the greatest game ever played. Was it uh, on a Wednesday in Cleveland? I put on my my shirt there, and we head over to the Bronx. The Bronx, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, the Bronx is a piece of shit. Whoa, uh, it, whoa, whoa! It is gross. It is not 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 uh, good. Um, yeah, it's not like you know. Even around Sox Park, you got somewhere to drink. Wrigley, you know what Wrigley is. Mm-hmm. It's just shitty over there. Like there's nothing. Like we went to a, a store. Like I'm looking at like you know Clark Street Sports or whatever. Like we got by Wrigley. This is just a shitty place. Like this is like oh hello welcome. Everything in here is fake. <laughs> so we walked right out of there. <laughs> we, went, we went. I was I was originally instructed to go to stands over there, but when we were on the train, we saw us packed, so I went another bar right across the street. It's called the Dugout. Had a brew walked in, uh, got a couple pictures. The stadium itself is very, very nice. It reminded me of Sox Park, and I only say that because going to Wrigley, there's sight lines. Where you, wherever you sit, you can see out of the park, right? Well, just about. Sox Park, just can't. about. Come on, huh? I said Wrigley, just about. There's a couple seats where you're sitting behind a pillar. You understand what I'm saying, though? Yeah, like I if, know. if you pick a seat, I can see. I can see the sky outside of the park. Yes. When you're at Fox Park, the very top of the park is advertisements. The highest point is advertisement, and it's the same thing with Yankee Stadium. Gotcha. So that's that's why I say it's like that. Nice stadium, like re- really cool uh, environment. It was Aaron Judge bobblehead night. He went out there and hit a home run. Nice. Uh, Rizzo hit a home run. We saw Javi out there. Funny thing is, is that when Javi is going to cross first base, him and Rizzo walk right past each other like they never met. 
don't oh. know what that's about, but that was interesting. Wow, that that's that, that's a story developing there, Mister uh-huh. uh, Mister yeah. Rock. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Yankees went out there, kicked ass. We we dipped out of there, grabbed another uh, grabbed another brew. Uh, <laughs> we watched a cover band with a black. Uh, Singer doing Eminem songs that was pretty fun. Okay, <laughs> it was ah. terrible. It was fucking awful. I've never seen a. Co- I was like, you could have hired a DJ for how shitty as this was. But the bar closed at like eleven o'clock. What is that about? Heard? What is that about? They're like, uh, no, we know this is the Bronx. Uh, get the fuck out. That's probably what it is. Get the even fuck the, out. Because even the, the McDonald's right there was was sketchy as hell when we got there at like six o'clock. Like, why is everyone hanging outside? We, you know, we got we actually went back on the on the on the uh, on the subway. Headed back towards the house, or the house, the hotel. Stopped over at a little bodega at fucking two in the morning and managed to get like hot sandwiches, <laughs> hot sandwich. Like it was, it's wild. Like this, shit, it was just like, yeah, we're just open. Yeah. What time? Yeah, yeah, no, come on, what you want? I got a Jamaican patty and a fucking hot, a hot panini sandwich at like two in the morning. Yeah, that's the, just, yeah. That. I was like, it's just weird. Like I, I mean, we're used to that here to a certain extent, but shit, just, we, yeah, we're just open. Talk about never sleeps. So yeah, man. Saturday back home, fly back home. Uh, Sunday morning, another softball game, another win, baby. So that's what it is, man. That was the whole week. Damn, you, you just come, fuck shit up, and leave, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and make sure people remember me when I leave. Man, it sounds like a great start to your summer, brother. But ladies and gentlemen, like Z said, <laughs> summer is here. And if you need a fresh start, let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring. ACSI is a proud partner of both Comcast and Astound, powered by RCN. Fans, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. The ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. ACSI is an equal opportunity employer. Go get you a job. Please go get a job and you can take a trip just like we did. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk some Cubs and Sox, see what the, uh, the Young Bucks are up to and see what the Sox are doing because uh, I feel like they're not doing as much as they should be. <laughs> we got all that plus stirring the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm Big Z and you're not. Now... For today's stories Story number one and this, this is because somebody been watching Yellowstone All three seasons man <laughs> A woman is gored by a bison In Yellowstone National Park The bison charged a Grove City, Ohio resident Fuck Ohio This past Monday <laughs> Tossed her 10 feet in the air After she had approached the animal How stupid are people to approach a bison it's like i don't know an 800 pound animal with horns like how let me take this for instagram it look great on my tiktok you fucking idiot here's the thing though if you're not familiar you know a bison might look like a buffalo and maybe she's a fan (laughs) of the bills i don't know (laughs) 
That's the best I got. It's fucking Ohio people, man. Come on. What the fuck are you thinking? Hey, look, I, I mean, I, I think we've proved time and time again on this show that people from Ohio are not quite right in the head. So this does not surprise me at all. It does not. Let's move it on. Story number two. Boxing legend Butterbean is back in shape and has called out Jake Paul for a fight. What are you back in shape, round as a shape? He's always been <laughs> He's in always shape. been round. <laughs> the, the heavyweight is now 55 years old and since retired since 2013. However, he's been working hard in recent months to get back into shape. What is he doing? Going to McDonald's and eating donuts? <laughs> what, is it, <laughs> what is his training like? Uh, he's been working with former... Uh, okay. Oh, he's been working with former WWE star Diamond Dallas Page, who has oh, worked shit. with yeah, retired athletes to pass to help them deal with post-retirement plan and get them healthy. I am actually going to uh, do the DDP yoga stuff. I'm going to buy it next week, and I'll report back. Okay, well, we'll see. Let, again, round is shape. It is. That's what I told my <laughs> students. Like, we need to get in shape, and the shape we don't want to be is round. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, let, I want to see it. I want to see it. Let's be honest. Let's, you I know see we're going to watch it. Of you course we're going to watch gonna it. Here, we're going to crack some beer and we're going to watch it. You know that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, we could sit here and talk shit about it all day, but you know damn well they will be plopped in front of the fucking TV. Good word. the fuck. Trying to get, trying to not be round, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you <he's> plopped. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean... I, it's gonna be. I think it would be an interesting fight just because if Butterbean catches Jake Paul with one punch, you know Jake Paul's going down because this motherfucker used to knock people out in the '90s and the 2000s with one punch. I, I, well, I think the key of what you're saying is the '90s and 2000s, and <laughs> but, hey, and that was a long time ago, right? I mean, we I yeah. think we've proven that when you look at our bald head and great hairs. I mean, that's how it works, right? Yep. So the thing is, is that you're also talking about a guy who's young, who has been f uh, training to fight. Is he a great boxer? No, but he has been fighting people out there yep. and he's been doing his thing. So it's not like he's been going out there and getting embarrassed. If I'm not mistaken, he just beat Tyron Woodley not too long ago, who was a UFC fighter, mm -hmm. much smaller than him. And uh, um, we just saw like D Darren Williams and Frank Gore fought each other. You know what I mean? So we're seeing kind of these niche boxing matches come about more of the celebrity boxing shit that they're, they're doing again. I, I mean, it. look, I I'm here for it. It's entertaining. So oh, yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to snooze on it at all. No, no, I'm down for it. And, you know, let book it. Let's watch it. And, uh, and let's have some good laughs because I mean, who's going to be a sponsor? Krispy Kreme? <laughs> We're gonna do it live. <laughs> He's gonna be glazed over. Ooh. Oh boy! Story number three: Reliever Jose Cuas made major league major league baseball debut with the Kansas City Royals this past Tuesday. For the former infielder turned reliever, Cuas got to realize his dream after being forced to put the baseball career on hold and becoming a FedEx driver in order to support his family during the COVID nineteen pandemic. He said, "It's a dream." come true being a kid from new york uh everything has been tough in my playing career to be here in a major league stadium with a chance to pitch i can't even say i dreamed about it who was told mob.com after kansas city's 83 loss it's beyond my dreams yeah i mean he's been through such a lot in his career trying to get there um, he was originally selected by the Brewers in the 11th round of the 2015 draft. Uh, in 2017, they chose to convert him uh, to a pitcher after he was originally drafted as an infielder. And then a year later, Milwaukee made the decision to release him. Um, he had a, a little stint with the Long Island Ducks, which is an independent team in the Atlantic League. And he eventually signed with the Diamondbacks in 2019, but he was released when COVID-19 hit. 
And uh, yeah, so he worked as a FedEx uh, driver in Brooklyn in an effort to support his family and trained with his brother at night. And he had hopes of resuming his baseball career one day. So look, they came through for him uh, uh, last year. And the Royals signed him after he spent some time in the Dominican Winter League. This is a great, great story. I think he's like 27 years old. But I mean, look, we're seeing these guys that don't give up. Baseball is the one sport where you see it, where they just keep grinding and grinding and grinding. And you can see all the 30-year-old rookies on the Chicago Cubs are proving that. Yeah, definitely. This is a great story. And you know what? I'm going to reach out to Mike Deportes because maybe he has a connection. Yeah. Uh, you know, being a countryman and everything. So, uh, you know, Mike is blowing up. He's uh, He was uh, featured on some Spanish news. They had him interviewed and for everything he's doing. So shout out to Mike for everything that you're doing, bro. You're getting big and uh, just love what you're doing, man. Yeah, I mean, he's a man. He, he is, you know, he was so gracious to come into the studio not that long ago. Talk about when he broke that Javi Baez story about uh, the money he was getting to go to uh, to Detroit. And, you know, hopefully, hey, maybe we'll get this young man on the show and talk about his career and talk about, you know, what what the uh, the roadblocks that were in his way to make his way to the major leagues. This is just a super cool story, man. It is. It's one of those redemption stories. And guess what? This is something you can make a movie out of. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Everybody likes to come back. I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. This is three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. Yo, E, what's going on with the Cubbies? Go, Cubs, go. Go, Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win. Hey, man, this is exciting time for the Cubs, and it's not because of their record. Uh, rookie Caleb Killian was called up by the Cubs, and he started in Game 2 of last Saturday's doubleheader. Uh, he was originally drafted by the San Francisco Giants, and he came over to the Cubs as part of that Chris Bryant trade. He said he was breathtaking when he first walked out there to see this place. Wrigley is the coolest ballpark ever. Hey, I can't, I can't disagree, man. <laughs> I can't disagree. I went to Sox Park for the first time last year. I went to Yankee Stadium like three, two days ago. I can't disagree, man. Wrigley's better than them all. I, this is what it is, man. Uh, I still take Boston over Wrigley. Well, okay, that, that nobody cares about fucking Boston. Anyway, so he uh, <laughs> Killian allowed three runs, three hits, and two walks in five innings. He struck out six, and the Cubs ended up uh, losing that game in a ten inning seven four loss. He was perfect the three innings, retiring the first nine Cardinal hitters he faced on thirty one pitches, four on strikeouts. 
Uh, he's done nothing but get out as a professional. This season alone, he's compiled a 2.06 ERA and a 273 strikeout to walk ratio in nine starts for the Cubs AAA affiliate. For his minor league career, he's posted a 208 ERA and a 567 strikeout to walk radio, meaning that his numbers this season have actually been worse than his standard. No, it looks like a, a kid that, that you're going to have up in the major league for a long time. This is part of that Chris Bryant trade, the, the turning of the tide or the new regime. Um, it is one of those things that you look at like, okay, we traded away a really good player, a former MVP, for these young kids. And now you're getting the residuals. These young kids have put in work in AAA, and now he's showing up in, in, in the big leagues. And this is exactly what you want to see. You want to see that you're getting something for giving away something. Right. And I mean, like, we, we know the names that are in the minors. We know about Pete Crow Armstrong. We know about Ed Howard, who's out for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was another first-timer. His name is Matt Swarmer. And he earned his first big league win. And uh, Frank Schwindel homered in the three-hit showing to lead the Cubs over the cards 6-1 in the first game of that doubleheader. Uh, he's now 1-0. He allowed two hits and one earned run in six innings, striking out six and walking two. Uh, the righty made his first start on Monday, getting a no decision while giving up one earned run in six innings against Milwaukee. Schwarmer helped snap Paul Goldschmidt's 25-game hitting streak, so Jesus. fuck you. And the Cardinals star went over 2 with a strikeout, a ground out in two walks, and fell one game short of the longest hitting streak in his career. Look, Here's the thing. The future is looking bright on the north side. They're out there fighting tooth and nail, giving the young guys a chance. And like I've been saying all year, they're not as bad as their record shows. No, they're definitely not as bad. And I, we've been saying it since the beginning of the season that they're not going to be this bottom seller team. They're not the Reds. I mean, you're going to be better than the Pirates. The Pirates will always fade towards the end. They, you know, they do a little hot streak here and there. And that's the only reason they're ahead of you. And it's only about two games. But again, you guys are much better than what your record shows. You have a lot of young talent that is boiling over to the top now. Um, and then, you, like we talked about last week, Frank Schwindel, the Frank the Tank, is 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 playing very well. I think I seen him pitching the other day. Did he pitch? I, you know, when you have these weird kind of – because it was a blowout game and things like you, – you see these these guys go over there. But I, I learned something today. I want to say um, – Either a team up or down six runs can have a position player pitch. So it's right. not that's where your 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 line is. And I want to say there was a game where it was disputed because it was whatever the Dodgers and the Mets. That's yeah, that's what it was. And they were mm-hmm. just somebody was bitching about something because it's baseball. That's what they do. But look, you look, I, I, I'm with you when we talk about the talent level on this Cubs team. When you talk about them uh, uh, being one game, you know, as of Sunday, one game behind the Pirates at 23 and 31, and the Pirates have 24 wins. But the Pirates just swept. I want to say uh, the Dodgers. And yeah, the Reds yep. just swept the Red Sox. So, I mean, you you never know. It's just baseball. The Cubs are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Uh, and, you know, look, they're nine games back. They're not going to win the division. They're no. not going to catch. They're not going to get a wild card spot. But they're going to ruin somebody else's uh, chance. Yeah, they're definitely going to be there competing at the end of the year because they play each other over and over. You're going to be seeing them playing competitive games versus the Brewers and Cards down the line. And so, they're, they're going to ruin someone's night. They, they're definitely going to ruin someone's night. Someone's like going for that number one spot or number two spot, and they're going to bump them down to a wild card. So that's what that's what your that's what your season is going to be. You're going to be there to spoil someone else's uh, chances. 
Hey, we're gonna we're gonna ruin someone's night in a couple weeks when we go down to St. Louis to watch the Cubs and Cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll be down there in a couple weeks, so if you see us come and say hi, I'm sure we'll have something offensive to Cardinals fans on. But uh, Z, <laughs> while we're talking about it, what's going on on the so site? White Sox, White Sox, go go White Sox. The White Sox, man, they just finished taking two of three from Tampa. Uh, you would never have thought that they were going to turn the ship around after being swept by the Blue Jays. I mean, that series of the Blue Jays was tough. It was a lot of hitting. The pitching has not been there. But the Sox had some unlikely heroes, especially Danny Mendick. Yes, you heard me right. Danny Mendick has been hot with the stick. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> and Jake Berger with burger bombs to carry the socks in this series. Did you catch anything? Look, I'm telling you right now, I've been talking about Jake Berger before, and, and that guy right there, I, I, I feel like you're over here regretting that Yoan Mikado trade right now. I mean, granted, here's the thing. Chris Sale did not want to be on the south side the way he was cutting up jerseys. No. Okay, you did get Kopech, but I mean, Moncada supposed to be the star of that fucking trade, and he ain't doing dick, and, and Berger's been the one that's been out there doing the thing. Yeah, definitely. Berger's been showing out, and this is a guy who's blown two ace, uh, two, uh, um, yep. why am I can't, why can't do that, uh, Achilles tendons. Achilles, yeah. He blew out two Achilles, and he still made it to the major leagues, and then part of that trade, they wanted Rafa, uh, Rafael Devers. They didn't want Moncada. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, nope. We can't. You can't give it Devers. You're gonna give you Moncada, and then there's a reason why. Exactly. Again, Moncada off and on. Oh, my hamstring. Oh, this. My hurts. Hey, Playboy, you made a you made a whole song and album. Um, if your hips can move like that, bro, you can go play third base, bro. And that's 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 one thing that's really bothering me on Moncada is that you have not been up to the hype. You're not. You're not. You're not. He's not proving himself to be a major league ready player or someone that has the caliber of talent to be in the major leagues right now. I, I don't see it. His, his defense is great, but uh, you got to be on the field to show that out. So I'd rather have a kid that's serviceable at third base and the one that, that can hit burger bombs and get your team onto a winning streak. You know what? You know what this thing makes me think of even more is the fact that you guys could have had Carlos Correa. If they weren't... I'm just. Look, I know. I'm, I'm, I know. It's, it's it's frustrating because they could they should have spent that money on him. Uh, if you're looking at retrospect, obviously you don't want to be like, oh, we signed Yasmani Grandal for the greatest, the biggest White okay. Sox contract ever. What was it 75 million? And he's hitting under 200. And uh, he had an error at first base today. Why is this man playing first base? You have uh, four four basemen, four first basemen, and he's playing first base. That makes no sense at all. I, I, look, I don't get it. And again, I think what we're doing time and time again is we're rehashing the fact that Tony La Russa is 150 years old. He's not belong in a major league baseball park. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised he gets home every night. Okay. Yeah. With Girardi getting fired this week. Yep. That was the question I was coming up next. No, Girardi got fired this week because his okay. team is underperforming with a bunch of all-stars. Now, granted. Would you rather have TLR or Girardi? Look at me, Girardi all day. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's the, And that's my whole point is that. You're over here with this this guy that had his AARP card for the last 75 fucking years, okay? <laughs> like, he was probably the founder, you know what I mean? Like, his social security number is three. So, why the hell it's is Jesus, he... Jesus, Moses, and him? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, hey, that, that, that's the three kings right there, right? So, look, why why is this man allowed to show up at a major league park in, in, in Chicago 
every single fucking day and make a horrible lineup card, make horrible decisions, and just like just does weird dumb shit out there. He keeps leaving in pitchers way too long, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Start like we saw Cueto in there floundering when he was uh, pitching against the Cubs, and he just sat there and watched him. Yeah, like, he's like maybe when you get to be my age, you just stay out there forever. <laughs> he's like Nolan Ryan never took a break. Right, and I mean, shit, Cueto is almost as old as Larusa, but shit, at least he knows how to where the bathroom is. Yeah, but <laughs> not pissing in a coffee can behind the dugout. Oh my god, no! This is what you got to do with Larusa. You know, you know when you, you had your little brother, your little sister, and they wanted to play the Nintendo or Sega yes, or whatever next yes, to you, yes. you unplug their plug and let them play. Yes. I think they're playing right. This is what you do with him. Let him give him, give, give him, him, him that a Crayola, an invisible ink to fill out the lineup card. <laughs> give him a lineup card with a Crayola. <laughs> Here you go, fill that out. I want to make my own lineup and post it. Nah, nah, you got to give him that invisible ink. So as soon as he's done, he hands it to you. You're like, all right, but uh, yeah, that was the official one. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you made it. What we're really going to do. And then just watch him as he's confused, as he can't figure out why those other players are on the field. This is or, the first or, series. Or who they are. Yeah, this is the first series where they actually put someone who can actually hit in the number one spot by putting Danny Mendick. Danny Mendick has come in in, in relief of Tim Anderson. And uh, he was supposed to start at second base, but they signed Josh Harrison. So I Mendick is one of those kids that's been in the system through us, and he's been here for a while, and he's been there sparingly. He's better than Larry, I'd say, right out of second base. I mean, Larry. Larry, yeah, Larry has a little stronger of an arm, but I think defensively ranging, he has a better, he's better, better range, and he has a right. better stick. Anyways, <laughs> no, Danny Mendick came in for for, for uh, Tim Anderson, and he had that uh, brain fart running. I don't know if you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to be aggressive. Okay. Second of all, that's on the coaches. That is definitely on first base coach. Hey, do not go to second. Let the run score. You had one of your best hitters coming up right after that. You had Vaughn coming up, and then Vaughn would have drove him in. So that's a coach issue. He's come in there, and he's been showing out. He's batting pretty good. That's why he's at the top of the lineup. Berger, he's fighting his way to stay on this lineup, and he's, he's giving you a reason why he should not be out of the lineup. Exactly. He's giving you a reason not just to keep him up here at this level, but to find a way to get him into the lineup every day. Yeah, definitely. And then, and, and, and I know you have to have you you paid Grandal all this money, right? You traded away your other catcher who who's hurt right now, but he's been doing well, right? So now this is where you're at right now. But I mean, you have these guys that are showing that they belong, that they earn their time and that's my biggest concern is that you got guys that should be getting playing time uh-huh. that are not getting regular playing time like fucking burger because you got other guys that are in their way and the, and because of their the fact that they're coming stars or they are you know or stars at one point or whatever it is they're highly viewed in the mlb world they're the ones taking away the opportunities from these guys who actually deserve a chance no i agree with you one thousand percent like a guy like josh harrison he was a he was a plug literally a, a right. plug a patch on the boat hey this will get us through the through the week or through the month and gay guess what bye see you later he should be dfa is another kid i know he got like a double uh yeah he got a double today and he made it to third on an error throwing error but i still don't think he is the answer at second base and this has been the issue for the last three to four years with the white Sox, where you're trying to plug somebody at second base and at right field and those are the two issues that we still have and then your catcher who you paid all this money for can't play defensive catcher can't can't catch the ball and then he can't hit either guess what you're fucking useless at this point let the kid play at behind plate every day and we'll put somebody else at dh 
Well, you, you know, funny enough that you say that because I'm watching uh, your your little boy over here, Madrigal Bat, right now for the Cubs in the oh, Cubs yeah. Cards uh, nice. uh, night game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it funny enough that you say that they're over here searching for an answer at second base when I can see that once again we know that the White Sox had no faith in Madrigal, otherwise they would have held, held on to him instead of going to the guy they got from the uh, Indians last year and the guy that they got from the Pirates this year, right? right. So I mean, that that. Gives me even less hope for uh, for his little boy right here. Oh my god! Well, right, and then the right uh, up fucking middle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, well, the other thing is that what are you going to do when Mokata comes back on a full time basis? What do you do with Berger? Hey, move him to second. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, he he is a little bit of a, a stockier dude, so he probably doesn't have the speed that you'd like him to have for a guy at second base. But I mean, again, I I, I just keep thinking about Correa over there at at, at fucking short. Tim Anderson at second, and what an infield that would be. Uh, they better. I'm going to tell you right now, the, the White Sox may make the playoffs. I would say about 75% they'll make the playoffs, and they get bounced they should out. should make the playoffs. Well, yeah, once everybody's up and everyone's hitting again, but the thing is that they're going to get bounced out again. If you're playing the Yankees in the first round, yeah. see you later. If- I, I honestly, like going to the Yankees game the other day, and yes, it was against the Tigers, and, and uh, you know, uh, the pitching matchup was you know in the in the uh they had garrett cole out there just yeah. doing his thing i mean if i'm not mistaken he had a perfect game up until the sixth inning which you know half the people don't even realize and all of a sudden you're oh oh and then i think it was jonathan scope for the tigers who broke that and they're like who, who, who fuck that guy <laughs> like, fucking he's idiot. doing his job that, that motherfucker fucked up the whole thing for everybody oh my god Oh man, these these Yankees fans—it was hilarious. And and it, funny enough, I actually got a couple compliments on my shirt before we even went to the stadium. I had a guy come take a selfie. With me. Oh, I'm from Chicago too, and I look—he's wearing a Washington Nationals World Series shirt. That was kind of funny. But I, but another guy uh, came up and he was like, "Oh, that shirt's great." So I was glad that uh, I actually got some love for my Cubs shirt and, and no hate for the Yankees fans. But yeah, I mean, yeah. look, the the whole point of that was to tell you this: the, I don't see anyone beating the Yankees right now at full strength. Because the Yankees aren't even at full strength right now. No, they're, they're, you still don't have Stanton out there. You got to play fucking uh, what? What the hell? The, uh, the one guy, Aaron. There's the other Aaron that's on that. Aaron Hicks. He's trash. He sucks. Aaron Judge is a monster, and Aaron Hicks sucks. But the problem is, is that Stanton can't stay healthy, and that's the shame of it all. Because that team, if they were completely healthy, would be just unbeatable. I mean, look, Aaron Judge is the first player in the majors to uh, hit 20 home runs, and we saw that 20th home run, and he hit another one today. I mean, again, they're playing the Tigers, but I don't care who plays the Yankees right now. I can't see them not being the favorite. Uh, I, I'm, I'm predicting a Yankees-Dodgers uh, World Series. Hey, let me tell you something. That'd that, be great. That would be fantastic. That would be very entertaining, and that would be something where we'd have to be at the bar for every game just because, like, you got, you know, any time when you have Yankees versus or, or at New York versus L.A. in any championship, I mean, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's right. Next up for the Sox. Are my you know this, we just talked about this team? My second favorite team, the Dodgers. They'll be here, and then the Rangers. So I believe they'll split these games because uh, I don't think we have enough firepower right now, even with Lance Lynn and Eloy coming off the IL pretty soon. Do you think the, the you think uh, Eloy makes a difference when he comes back? 
I mean, I, I think Eloy makes a difference if he's patient, right? I think the big, the major thing with him is that sometimes he gets into his own head that he has to do too much too quickly. So he goes out there and he's swinging at everything. If he can be, if he can show some restraints and show some show some patience, then I think he'll he'll do what he needs to do to help the team win. Now, when you talk about Lance Lynn coming off of the IL, I mean, the the issue with him is I think he needs to get warmed up. He's going to need a couple of major league starts to really show, uh, you know, him being his true self i'm worried about him uh coming directly off the il but uh, he, you know look he, he's a very good pitcher and you know if he can gain a, even a little bit of that form that he had last year you know other teams are in trouble yeah uh, lance lynn he had a pretty uh, he had two minor league starts already uh both scoreless um one that's not major league hitting no I, I understand that i understand and, that. I, and, obviously and even even the like if he's got to face the dodgers and, or even the fucking rangers who are trash I mean, you know, you got to go, you got to, it's big boy time, you know? Exactly. And I, and I was literally about to say that, that when you're pitching in the minors, you may be working on something, not necessarily yeah. trying to win the game when you're down there as a major league player. You're like, oh, I'm going to work on my slider and see where it lands. This is my new grip or whatever. You're working on stuff. You're not really like, I'm out there to win the game for these guys. You really don't right. care about that. I'm there no, to do no, my. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. You're there for your reps. That's all that's for. So like you said, when, it, when you come back to the big boy league, and you're facing, you know, Marcus Simeon from the Rangers. And you miss you, that murderer's row of, of the Dodgers who have an all-star team from one through nine. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's and that's my thing is that, you know, you need him. Look, Cease has been very good this year. Um, you know, uh, Kopech has been good. We know what happened with Keiko, right? He's gone. He's gone. He's working, right? at, so, I mean, like, working at Denny's. You know, there are. There are pieces in this rotation. I think you guys still need another starter, but I think the way that they play from now until the trade deadline is really going to prove what this team is made of, and that's going to tell you what kind of decisions they're going to make. Are they going to be buyers? Are they going to be sellers? Are, gonna, are they going to try to get some uh, rid of some of these contracts? Josh Harrison, are they going to drop him? You know what I mean? Uh, what are they going to do with Groundout? There's a lot of questions still on this White Sox team because they're still sitting there, not, not where they need to be. If I'm not mistaken, they're probably they're still sitting around the 500 mark. Am I correct? Yeah, there are around the 500 mark with the, with the win this week. Yeah, you know, so I mean, they they really need to kind of jump up. They, I think this Dodgers series is going to prove a lot to a lot of people because you need to see what kind of team you are right now, whether you have Eloy or not, whether you have Lance Lynn or not. The, the pieces that you've put in place to plug holes, you know, Mancada not being there. Is Burger going to stay hot? You know, you got Mendick in there right now. You got a lot of players out there that are filling in spots. And will they be able to hold up their end of the bargain and, you know, continue to earn their spot? Or are these guys that you're you're relying on, like Eloy and Lancelin, are they going to have to be the ones that carry load even if they're not quite ready? Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's to see what these, it's a put up or shut up kind of time right now. These right. guys, it, it's you're five games behind the, the Twins, four and a half, yeah, a half a game from the Guardians. You're four, four and six in your last ten games. You're playing 500 ball away, and you're playing sub 500 ball at home. That is not a recipe of a winning team. You've that's, been scoring three runs, ball. right? You're right, and you've been scoring three runs a game on average. I mean, today they scored six, but three runs in the major leagues is not going to get it done at all. So I mean, I mean th here's the here's the thing though they've been playing well against the Rays which are another very good team right I mean this is a team that's been deep in the playoffs the last couple of seasons and making a World Series if I'm not mistaken so I mean it, it is a good litmus test even though that no one goes to those Rays games so no one's paying attention anyway but I mean 
you know, they need to play up to their competition and better than uh, uh, the lower teams, right? So don't just play, you know, don't play Bulls basketball, right? Because Bulls, the Bulls love to sit there and play down to their competition. So don't just get up for the competition when you're playing against better teams. Play better than shitty teams too. Yeah, so next month is when the, when the schedule kind of cools down a little bit, but it also gives them a time to catch up. Next month, they have the Twins, the Tigers, the Guardians, the Twins, the Guardians, and then the Rockies. So the whole month of July, is they're playing the Central. So yep. this is the time where you have to feast on these games. You have to show the Central that you are the top dog, that you're not afraid of it. When they come play you, they should be intimidated. Right now, everyone else is intimidated. Uh, uh, they're, they're playing these teams and they're playing intimidated the only time they haven't been intimidated is when they went to boston and whooped the shit out of them and then right. when they played new york and whooped the shit out of them but then when they came back over here they kicked their ass so it's like right. you, you can't have that um i know you we, have look you, you gotta you gotta win every two out of three in your own stadium that's yeah. just the way it is you yep. have to that's that's how you have to play right so you can't go over you know it's nice to get road wins but you can't sit there and not protect your own home field i mean don't get me wrong here, here's the thing do not let the opposition find the G spot, okay? Ooh. Do not let them come in here and do their thing and and leave you all, you know, sloppy and moist, right? Make sure you <laughs> go up there, you you know, clean it up and get your shit done. Oh, right then, Eve Rock and uh, great form coming from New York. Look at you, hey, hey, and 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 since this is the the de facto bottom line, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> And that's the bottom line. <laughs> All right, fans, we'll be right back with Stirring the Pot after a quick word from our sponsor. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three, strike, We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Hey, this is Mike Yo, and you're listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Don't forget to visit Mike Yo at Mike Yo Show or www.mikeyoshow.com. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. 
All right, E. So I'm going to defer to you since you had a bunch of culinary delicacies out there in New York. Uh, <laughs> shoot your shot, sir. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. All we hear are New Yorkers talking shit about Chicago pizza because they're dumb. Uh, and they don't realize that Chicago has two different types of pizza. Of course, we have our deep dish, which everyone knows about, you know, uh, uh all the different places that Luma, Nadi's, you know, everyone knows what the deep dish is. But our traditional pizza that we eat here in Chicago every single fucking day is the thin crust tavern style pizza that's cut in, you know, uh, uh, the the eight different sections. Right? We don't have we're in the uh, in the uh, the cross sections. We don't we don't do that triangle shit here, right? So I, I go over to New York and I was like, well, I mean, I, I keep hearing talking all this shit. I got to try the pizza, right? So I get the pizza and it says, let me get a slice of sausage. And the, the crust is very nice and crispy. They do the same thing where you get some of these places that do like the pop and the slice of pizza they throw in the oven or whatever. But let me tell you something weird. Mm -hmm. Their sausage pizza, instead of giving you like the chunks of sausages like we have here, it's, it's like it's like a sliced. Number one, I had two different places. One sliced it like a pepperoni, like yeah. they cooked the Italian sausage, and then sliced it like pepperoni. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And the other the other uh, place we went to took the whole sausage and like sliced it, and it almost looked like strips of euro meat. It was weird. I was like, at first I seen it, and I'm like, is that fucking anchovies? Like, what is that? So Kim orders a, a slice of sausage and they bring us this thing. Okay. Now, if I'm not mistaken, when we were there, you told us about a place called Mama's Empanadas or something like that. Yeah. That was literally right down the block from the Pasuero place that we went to. Okay. We, we passed it by. So we did have some some empanadas and stuff. We just didn't happen to go there. So here's the question of the, uh, of the week, sir. And I think you can predict uh, what it will be based on my, mm -hmm. my lead up. Pizza, Chicago or New York? What do you say? Chicago all day, baby. Give me that tavern style, that nice and thin pizza, nice burnt on the outside. Get that little bit of a, you know, that crunch, and then make sure you have some actual sausage on there, not not yeah. the salchichon from the, from <laughs> yes. fucking the bodega that they just picked yes. up this morning. No, yes, yeah, yes. I want I want freshly cut up sausage, sausage, put in pieces in there. You get but, some cured and, and, pepperoni and throw that in there too. Here's the thing, too, is that when you actually, it, it, I used to have to do service calls yeah. in the back of, of Pizzeria here in Chicago, and you see them when they take the chunks of sausage, and it's just a big ball. It's not cased sausage. It's a big ball of Italian sausage, and they just grab a chunk, just a pinch with their hand, and toss it, and it's raw. So when these guys are putting their sausage on the pizza there, it's already cooked. You're double cooking the sausage. It's all dry and weird. Here, it's fresh. You got your mozzarella. You got so many different types of pizza, and if you really want, you can get the extra crispy crust so of course all day true chicago sports fans endorses chicago pizza only because new york your pizza is okay but it ain't shit how about that <laughs> i mean this is a gimme this is an alley-oop i mean of course we're gonna choose chicago pizza but was there any good pizza out there that you liked the, the the funny thing is is I had a uh, I didn't have the white pizza which looked good but I did not I did not try that but I I the place that we went to that was right by the comedy club was the chicken bacon ranch pizza um, it was just you know what I mean like it was good enough where it yeah. wasn't it, it was different than what I get here I didn't like the way that their pepperoni I'm not a big pepperoni pizza guy like I'll get pepperoni and sausage um, but yeah I mean that that was the piece that we had and I actually grabbed one to take back and it was funny because um, I one of the first things that I did when I was out there was I found a place 
place to find my herbal refreshments. Oh. And I actually got a recommendation from the the young lady at the front counter. This is the, the place that we stayed. It wasn't like a traditional hotel. It was. It almost looked like a factory. It was trans, uh, uh, transformed into a hotel, um, like, like a lot of these lofts that you do here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we, <laughs> we, we, we check in. We go up to the fourth floor. We see the view. Uh, we will go right back down and be like, hey. Uh, can we get a better view? And they're like, uh, yeah, it's going to be like another charge for the, you know, per night. We're like, book it. Go up there. Come back down on the way out. And I say, hey, uh, this is going to sound a little weird, but I need a recommendation for a dispensary. She goes, oh, um, well, this place isn't necessarily a dispensary, but go check out Shorty's Convenience a couple blocks down. So, All right, cool. So we go and check out Shorty and you walk in. It's just like the head shops we have here. Except right there on the counter, there's vapes and there's flour and there's this. And I'm like, when did y'all become legal? They're like, uh, like April 21st. I'm like, that was like a fucking month ago, guys. <laughs> They're out there, man. They are out there. They don't care. You walk right in and it's right there. So, yeah, I mean, that was one thing that, that New York has on Chicago versus, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I talk about one versus the other. But, I mean, look, that made the pizza taste better. I bet it did. <laughs> I was hungry enough. You know what I mean? So my question for you, sir. Yes, sir. Before we get out of here on 99, what you looking at? What have you been watching that isn't sports, sir? I've been watching this show that I don't know how I even got into it, but it was on. it's on Netflix. It's called Lilyhammer. So this okay. show, <laughs> it's, it's from 2012. It's three seasons. I'm almost done with it. Um, and essentially it is... Um, uh, Steve uh, Zant, who played um, yes. uh, the consigliere to to uh, uh, I'm so bad Tony. with names to Tony, right? So he's the number one. He's still, you know, he's still. Uh-huh. And, and so essentially, it starts off as a mob thing, and um, he gets passed over for the number one spot in the mob, and uh, they try to kill him, and so oh. he so he rats on them, right? So he says, "I'm going to rat on these people." Uh, but in in uh, in exchange, I want to be moved and uh, my identity wiped and all that stuff. I want to be moved. And he goes, I want to go to Lilyheimer. They're like, what? Oh, uh, I why do I remember this? So it is three seasons and it is hilarious because he's in Norway adjusting to a whole new culture. Um, if you don't like reading uh, subtitles, do not watch this because um, unless you know Norwegian, you're not going to know what's going on. You have to put the subtitles on so you can understand what everyone else is saying but he does a great job of of acting through it and it's very seamless even though he doesn't speak the language he he, he understands it and uh he gets into a bunch of little things and he creates a little crew he gets a a nightclub just like he had here you know in the sopranos and he's you know he's enforcing different things and essentially he's 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 the mob there now so it's, it's pretty good i just watched uh watched one episode in season three that uh brought back paulie uh, oh! They brought back Paulie. He was a character on there. He was a pri- he played a priest. Um, they wow. brought back um, his That's wife. Yeah, they brought back his wife from from uh, Sopranos as well. And they even there's an episode where he goes back to New York and they play the Sopranos theme song on really? the radio. Yeah, so there was a lot of callbacks in that in that episode. I thought it's really really funny. Um, it's very dark humor as well So that's something I really really enjoy Each episode is about an hour And there's uh, only three seasons So you can you can fly through it Yeah okay 
I'm, I'm still working on Stranger Things, man. I, I watched two episodes last night. Mike, as soon as I came home, uh, the, the, literally the night before, uh-huh. uh, be, before we went to New York, I watched an episode with my daughter because I told her as I'm packing a bag, I told her I was like, "Hey, uh, uh, we can watch an episode before," and she did not forget that. So we, so like at, you know, midnight mm. we're watching an episode because she knows I'm not going to be around for the next couple of days. And then as soon as we get back, hey, can we watch it? And I'm like, "Yo, I, I, I haven't slept." I tried to sleep on a plane that didn't work. I says, give, give me a minute. So by the time like 10 o'clock, she's like, look, man, it's been several minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm good at math. Yeah, we, you know, I mean, like, hey, look, uh, uh, honor roll student all the way through straight A's. You know, I, I could not. This kid couldn't kick more ass if she tried. The way that she's playing softball right now, she's a leader. She's been catching. She's out there just. You know the grime, the grit, the the loud one on the team. You know one calling out. I mean, look, look. I mean, I, look, of course, of course, I will make time to watch your favorite show with you. Mm-hmm. So last night we watched another two episodes, and it got to the point I was like, hey, I can't do anymore. I gotta go to sleep. I ain't got no more in me. <laughs> nothing left. But I gave it all I got, and we watched two more episodes, and it is getting weirder and creepier as it goes. And uh, yeah. I, I'm. Have you watched? You watched the whole uh, thing so far, right? Yeah, I'm already caught up. I watched the entire first part of the Stranger Things new season. It is just like the kids. As it's as the kids are growing up, the stories are getting darker and weirder, as they should, right? They should, you're not gonna do like you know ten year old stories when they're fourteen and fifteen. So, um, right. a lot of the things are, are going well. There is one thing that does bug me. Is uh, and you'll probably see it later, and I'm not giving anything away. But the fact that when they do uh, flashbacks. Um, that L is able to talk, but yeah, the entire the, first season she couldn't talk on Stranger Things, so that makes no sense to me. Yeah, well, she wouldn't talk, and th- that's what. It, and the weird thing is when you do you do see uh, versions of her as she's younger, it's all CGI. That kind of mm. bothered. Me. Why does she look so fucking weird? You're gonna tell me you couldn't just go back to old footage, but whatever. Um, is there, did you watch anything else aside from Lily Hammer? Um, <laughs> um, All American. I started the new season of that. Yeah, that's yep, a yep, great yep. show. I love football. It's the fucking show ever, but I watched this shit. It's like, yeah. it's, this is, you know what it is? It's a girl show, mm-hmm. right? This is a very girl so, uh, soap opera. But like, yeah, but it has football and, and things and dudes will watch it too. And you're like, yeah. You go. <laughs> you yeah, go Tay Diggs. You go, British actor playing an American kid. Yeah. Like, fuck out of here. It's so stupid and corny, but I watched like three seasons of it so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's like, oh, I don't watch Dawson's Creek. I don't want to watch this shit. First of all, I love Dawson's so Creek. So do I. So do I. I'm just saying, people are like, oh, I don't want to watch it. I'm like, I own the seasons, I own my, I own my DVD. <laughs> I was so hooked in the first season when Pacey slept with his hot oh, teacher. I was like, yes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's probably the best season, anyways. But uh, yeah, I mean, I watched that All American. Um, I don't think I've watched anything else. I'm still I'm waiting till like I can binge the boys. They're they have three episodes in. I think Obi Wan Kenobi has three episodes in. So I'm waiting for those to, to yeah. accumulate so I can just sit down and watch four or five at a time. I got. I I was just scrolling through uh, Disney. I gotta watch Boba Fett. I gotta watch. Uh, I gotta watch Obi Wan. I gotta watch all this shit, man. I don't even. I know there's something else in that I I've missed, and I and I don't know. There's just so many shows I gotta watch. It's all the Marvel shows. All of that shit, man. Yeah, the Loki and all that. Yeah. I watched WandaVision. I watched uh, the other one that came out. Right, was it the the Falcon? Uh, it's Winter Soldier. Yeah. Whatever it was. 
Mm-hmm. And then that was it. That was <laughs> that was the last thing I watched on there. So I, I'm just I'm just behind, and, and a lot of that has to do with uh, having kids. They like to watch TV too. So um, what I've been watching is people, man. People watching is what I did mainly when I talked earlier about Washington Square Park. I wanted to talk about that here because that's what I did. So on the way back, I says, "Hey, is that Washington Square Park?" My wife says, "Yep." I said, "Okay, we got to walk through there," and I'm pretty. 99% sure that that is the, the park that they were at in the movie Kids when they were skateboarding. Uh. I was like, hey, and I looked at my wife. I said, hey, you ever seen that one movie Kids? And she looked at me so confused. I was like, you don't get the reference. I don't like you anymore. Anyway, um, <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, but yeah, so here is the thing is that if you've ever walked through Wicker Park from the Schiller and Damon, the quarter of Damon and Schiller all the way through up to Wicker Park when you get to Honoree and go through uh, uh, over to Milwaukee. That is kind of very similar layout the way that you walk through this place. You walk through, there's the, the diagonal uh, uh, um, sidewalk. You're kind of walking diagonally through the park and you lead up to the fountain in the middle. You got the guys sitting around playing chess. You know, there you got, it, it was packed. It was so many people here because it's literally butted right up against the cross street from NYU. And as you go through, there's just people sitting everywhere, benches, and it's just it's there's no demographic. It's just everybody. At one point I saw three like, you know, 17-year-old Jewish kids wearing suits sitting on a bench smoking a joint. This is the thing I'll tell you about New York. Everybody smokes weed. Everybody. Everybody everywhere. It doesn't matter. That's why they're able to sell joints and fucking blunts and candy and whatever out of the bodega right there in the corner. Nobody gives a fuck. I mean, I, I kid you not, as you approach the center of Washington Square Park, where the fountain is, beautiful fountain, there's a circle around it with vendors. And some are selling, you know, art that they made. Some are selling handbags. Some are selling weed. A lot of them almost all of them are selling weed like it's nothing like here is the weed that i brought for you to buy today and so these kids and whoever else just goes up buys their weed for the day and sits down on the bench in the middle of the public park and smokes weed i'm like how is this a thing like everywhere we went it didn't matter manhattan brooklyn the bronx queens everywhere weed everywhere it just the whole city smells like weed well this, it's better than smelling like garbage because they keep their garbage in the front well, that, it smelled like that too. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was definitely spaces that it just smelled like, uh, you know, like I uh, my favorite phrase, rotting garbage on a hot New York City summer night, right? Mm. That's just what it is. But weed makes it smell a little bit better. I mean, I, <laughs> at least you got that. And the one th- other thing I'll say is that they do a really good job of having outdoor dining, right? Like they cut out big chunks of the sidewalk to force extra tables and chairs and shit like that and they have done a very good job of maximizing the space that they do have but again my my biggest thing that i watched was washington square park i have i saw pretty much it was like watching uh, men in black right you see every culture from every other corner of the universe hanging out there whether it's the young jewish high school high school kids in their full suits sitting there smoking a joint or the fucking you know six-year-old uh, uh dreaded guy whose most of his dreads are just in the back of his head because the rest of it has bald and skaters and just everybody on the planet was just there that day they're like you're gonna be here so are we come check us out and that's what i watched this weekend it sounds like yeah, a, a, another episode of Men in Black. You know, you're just gonna walk through there and like, wow, oh, you're from that planet and you're from this planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. I can I can imagine. I've only been in New York once, and I, it was just for one day. 
uh, we were supposed we went up there with the Chicago Fire team, and then we were just like exploring everything, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna make it to the game?" We're like, "Yeah, we're kind of stuck in traffic and uptown. We're not gonna make it to Jersey." So yeah. explored the whole city in one day. Did a lot of walking. So Empanada Mamas is the place that you're talking about. Fire food. Um, but again, they, the, the city's beautiful. It's going to take you a couple of days to walk all the way around and to explore. There's great cuisine that you can find anywhere at any time. But like you said, their pizza sucks. The, hey, the pizza was fine. It just ain't shit. Like, y'all ain't shit for thinking it's shit. That's the problem that I had with it. You know what I mean? Like, y'all try to gas it up like this is magic. Oh, it's the best ever. I'm like, it's fine. But I mean, like, I, I just, I didn't see any pizza there that was, like, so, like, amazing that you had to go there. It just, it, I, I don't know, man. I, did you did you try the pizza when you were there? No. Why? I tried falafel. Falafel, brother. I went to the streetcar. I was like, hey, I got to do it. I got to try some falafel. You know that that is the one thing that I wanted to try that I really didn't was the uh, was a hot dog. I never, I did not get any street meat. I did, <laughs> I did get the hot dog, but I didn't do the sauerkraut and all that crap on it. No. Yeah, so we we got a hot dog at Yankee Stadium, and they yeah. gave you a sauerkraut. My wife looked at me like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't do sauerkraut. Are you ready to get out of here, sir? Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, sauerkraut on a hot dog is a no go for me. I couldn't do it. I think we. I, I think uh, I, I would say that you could take that and throw it to some, throw it at somebody. That little <laughs> container of sauerkraut that they gave us. But uh, that's what ba- got me banned from Facebook for a whole fucking week. So that's why no one saw me posting anything online this whole time we were in New York. Did you see what I tagged you on? A bunch of stuff. <laughs> you, and you kept tagging me because you knew I couldn't respond. And that, that was no, the, I, uh, I wanted you to respond when you when you were able to get in. So I'm waiting for your response on those texts. All right, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search your keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right Right now. Right now. And don't forget to check out our guy Danny and his crew over at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today and get your summer in gear. Don't forget to check out the Shine Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out and uh, submit your music. They will play it if they like it. So if you got something good to hear, submit it to them and they will play it on the show. And don't forget... Music in the Woods Music Festival is coming up August 13th. Uh, it is in Big Bend Lake and Desplaines. It's right off of Bender and Golf Road. This is their music fest. They did it a couple years ago, but with the COVID uh, years happening, they were not able to do it the last couple years. There's a lot of really, really great acts for this one. Of course, Ideal and Mike Logic. You got Fur- uh, Fury, Green Lights Music, AM Early Morning, I Am God. I mean, there are so many acts on here. Doc Watson is there. Um, look. 
You got to check them out. Again, go to idealraps.com. I think tickets are like 35 bucks. This is an all ages show. Anyone over 12 has to have a ticket, right? So that's what this is. But check it out. The Music in the Woods Music Festival, August 13th in Ben Bed. Big Bend Lake in Des Plaines. Again, check out idealraps.com to get your tickets now. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out paniconthebeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DMs with your stirring the pot, with your movie recommendations, and just tell us what you think about the show. You can also reach out to us on our email at truechicagosportsfans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 100, baby. Wow. Be good to each other. For love of sports. Swish. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.